Hello. Hey. Welcome, Welcome to, to Dressing Room Talk. Episode, episode three. <laughs> As my uh, brother-in-law calls it, tree. Tree. <laughs> He's Irish, by the way. Shout out to my newest brother-in-law. Let's do this. What are our five headliners today, Grace, for this story? I'm actually kind of excited about this one. I think it's going to be really fun. Oh, okay. Um, our character is a hero. Our location is a castle. Uh, our goal is someone is after them. Hmm. It's the 1920s, Roaring Twenties. And there's an animal sidekick. Come which on, animal sidekick. I'm a, I'm a little stoked for this one. I feel like the animal sidekick is probably the best part of this whole story. Probably. Already. I mean, it's essentially a Disney movie. Let's be real. All Disney movies have an animal sidekick. They really do. <laughs> All right, timer's on. Let's go. We've only got less than an hour. All right. Should we establish our characters first? Let's establish our characters, yes. Hero. I feel like we need a not male. I feel like we've I, had I a just male was thinking of female identifying. Yeah. I was thinking of female identifying. What shall we name her? Tina. Tina? Yeah. I like Tina. Yeah. See Tina with some finger waves. <laughs> Maybe and a little drink castle. in her hand. <laughs> I think one of those like smoking stick things. Oh, the really long cigars. Yes. So she's she's a little bit of a bad bad girl. Good girl gone bad, maybe. Love it. But she's a hero. She's a hero. Yeah. Animal sidekick. I think I know what animal. What animal? I want to be the animal sidekick. What animal would you like? I really want it to be a cat. You want it to be a cat. It seems basic, but maybe a specific breed of a cat. How many breeds of cat do you know? Not many. Maybe a wild cat. A wild cat. Yeah. Wild cats everywhere. Hey, this is just turning hey, more hey. and more into a Disney movie. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Are you okay with the cat or do you have just something better? I'm fine with a cat. I'm happy with a cat. I'm just trying I, to think I really 1920s only know, like, too. Three breeds of cat and I don't even think they're like technical breeds. What are they? A Siamese, which is the breed. Okay. And then blue Russian, I know, is a breed. And then just like Wild. orange cats. Let's do actually a Siamese cat. Want to do a Siamese yeah. cat? Okay. Again, this just feels like a Disney movie. Because what just popped into my head was like the Disney movie Siamese cats. Dexter. <laughs> Dexter? Dexter the Siamese cat. Fabulous. So Tina and Dexter. Tina and Dexter. Now it sounds like a video game. This is fun. <laughs> um, so we're in a castle. So I don't think there's a lot of castles in the u.s slash any so i feel like we're in europe somewhere i feel as though we are in very much so europe yeah i'm kind of like do we want like french do we want oh french we want a french castle yeah (laughs) what a mood what a mood tina in a french castle (laughs) with dexter with dexter her siamese cat Does the cat talk? Like, are we are we living in like a magical world where we can like understand? I don't think I want him to talk, but I think he can communicate physically in ways that like he has signals that she knows mm-hmm. that they've established together. But I don't I don't think I want him to talk. What if he's more like a familiar and Tina's like a witch? Oh, here for it. I mean, it is October. Woo woo, spooky season. Ooh, ooh. I hope this episode releases in October. <laughs> it's October for us. It is October for us. <laughs> so we're in a French castle. Who is after them? Hmm. I'm drawing a blank. Can you think of anything? 
I mean, the 1920s was a time of gangsters, but I really don't know if that was also true in France. I know it was true in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So, like, it could be. I mean, it's our story. It can be whatever we want. A gangster. French gangsters in France. Why are gangsters after Tina and Dexter? Um, I don't know. I mean, we're calling her like a so-called witch. She's a witch. So there must be like something she has or she Over can them. do. Yeah. That they need her to do. So is her job title like in this story? Like, is she known in the economy and in in the place she lives as a witch like is that her profession no because she's known as she's a hero right so she has to be known as like i don't know maybe a hero would be somebody that's it could be like a local hero like what we think of as like a fireman or policeman or it could be like a school teacher well nurses were becoming popular during this time right because women had more job opportunities in the 20s that's true we could do she could be a nurse but then she has like her own homeopathic ways yeah which makes her more witch-esque yeah she's a she's she makes her own tinctures and things and she knows like old school healing or the holistic healer Mm -hmm. maybe she's like less of a nurse and more of a healer yeah, like a local healer. Yeah, that's what she's known for. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Okay. And her familiar is Dexter, the Siamese cat. What color is he? I mean, Siamese. They're like gray, right? Are all the same. I don't think. I think they're like tan and black, aren't they? I don't really know. I've never seen a Siamese cat in real life. I've only seen them in pictures, which is shocking to say. You've seen them. In real life? Maybe I don't know. Not, like, in my in 27 person, years of But you've definitely seen a picture age, of a Siamese cat. I, no, yeah, definitely not in person. But yeah, what I'm saying is... They have a specific coloring, I'm pretty sure, that like is oh. like a black head and tan body. I and understand. I they have, they're like, all the black. same color. I think they're very simple. Like they don't vary in like where the color is. Okay. So I think um, maybe like she's not... She doesn't live in the castle, but she is brought to the castle to heal someone Mm. like that's where our story begins i like that Um, oh my gosh could it be the king or queen of this castle i don't know because this would have been after the revolution true so we're in the 1920s i don't really know much about the french history of their like government besides the french revolution like, I know the earlier stuff because it has to do with, like, some of the highest fashions that were happening at the time. Well, maybe sh- – so, yeah, the king and queen maybe is a little too high stakes. Maybe it can be somebody else who lives in the castle. I mean, it's somebody some that owns a castle that probably has ancestry that goes back to, like, when somebody royal lived at that castle. Like, it would be, like, a family home, right? Mm-hmm. 1920s, which probably means there's a lot of parties happening because it's the 1920s. Which is maybe how we come across these gangsters. Well, I think because something they are has, hanging around the castle trying somebody to get... has to be after her. So are they after her for like healing supplies for her healing ability? Or are they after her because they think she's a witch? Like what are, do they think like she can cast a spell and find something for them? Like we need we need like more than just they're after her. I think it's like the witch and healing abilities combined. Okay. So there has to be some kind of supernatural 
thing that they need her for. So perhaps she's brought in under the guise of healing someone at this like extremely high profile castle. So she comes in and it's like nobody's actually sick. They're actually just like testing her abilities, maybe. I like that. So maybe she heals like an animal or something. Hmm. Um, maybe a horse. I, I feel like, that. like the 20s and like horses were a big deal. Mm-hmm. I may just be making that up, but that's how I feel right now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Technically, I mean, we're putting a restriction on ourselves to not look at our phones and look up anything because this is all very much in the moment. So that's I think true. that's totally okay. And it's our story. It doesn't have to be 100% accurate. Yeah, maybe. we're using our imaginations. We try to tap into the history as best we can. We don't want to be non-realistic. Yeah. But apologies if we're not being fully realistic. We're doing our best <laughs> with our limited knowledge. Yeah. Okay, so Tina is brought to a French castle owned by a very high-profile high profile family, family. Um, to... Look at and heal a, I feel like it's like a racehorse, like a fancy racehorse, a well-bred racehorse, so that it's worth a lot of money. It ends up going well, and she heals the horse. Yes, and she's watched very carefully, not to her knowledge, by, let's say, two goons or three goons? What do you want? Three goons. What are their names? Ross, Barry, Jolene. Ross, Barry, and Jolene are secretly watching from a stall up further in the barn as she heals this horse with a little bit of magic and a little bit of holistic healing and a little bit of modern medicine. Medicine. Cool. Mm-hmm. So the goons see her and maybe there's like a prophecy of something happening and they need a specific person for the prophecy to be fulfilled or to stop the prophecy one or the other hmm what an, kind of prophecy an Elaborate old on french that. prophecy and we can't know yet because that is the suspenseful part of the story okay also i haven't thought of it yet so we'll figure cool. it out later <laughs> a prophecy okay so they need her they need they, well, are, they need someone. They're searching for someone, and based on what she has just done, they think it's her. And how did these goons get into the barn? They well, work for the wealthy family of the castle. Are they their just like land workers? No, they're the goons. They're paid to do things that may not be legal. Mm, for the high-profile family, a.k.a. Yeah, in their big suits with lots of pleats because Ooh. that's what gangsters wore. Big suits. <laughs> Even Jolene. I mean, a lady's suit, yeah. yeah. Or maybe a man's suit. Like, we don't have to care that much. That's true. Women's uh, male tendencies and, and, like, I guess hidden feelings were shown in this era. Mm-hmm. Like, they would cut their hair short and they would... They have more freedom. Yeah, they have more freedom. They would rebel against the norm. I like that. More freedom with less prosecution. We love it. Prophecy. That's cool. I love that. I love a little magic. I mean, we already already made her a witch, so why not? (laughs) We really did. (laughs) 
Um, okay. So I think So they follow her out. Well, they follow her to watch to like make sure that she is the person. So like maybe they've had multiple people come in that they think could be this person in the prophecy and they need her to they need like proof of her abilities hmm. of some kind. So she heals the horse. They see something in her that is like, oh my God, we finally found her. You have to go tell the boss. Hmm. So the boss would, I think the boss is also a lady of the castle. Hmm. And I think it's going to be interesting because. Tina and the boss are going to have very, like, similar features. They're both going to be smoking out of their long cigarette Cigar. holders. Mm. And they're both, like, have the same hairstyle. And maybe they're both, like, dressed similarly. Just, like, one with extreme wealth and one with less wealth. And okay, it's, like, cool. So we're, like, we're seeing another version of potentially maybe The high-profile Tina. boss. Yeah. We're seeing, like, another version of her, like, with wealth and influence. But they're not related in any way? No. Okay. Just like another version of a similar woman, just like if she were to have like extreme wealth. I think it's nice to have like a mirror to be like, to check yourself and be like, I don't want to be like this person because she's like not going to be a good guy because she's probably going to be the one that's after Tina because she's the one that's looking for this person from the prophecy. So what's the big boss lady's name? Lucinda. Lucinda. Love it. I really hope you're writing these names down because I'm going to lose all of them. <laughs> I don't know why they just come out. <laughs> I don't know why I have an, a crazy amount of names in my head all the time, but it's fine. No, it's good. It's good. So Tina. So, let, so let's like, let's go in order. Let's like check ourselves quickly. Lucinda's the boss. Yes. Barry, Ross, and Jolene are the goons. Mm -hmm. Christina, not Christina, Tina. Maybe it's <laughs> Tina for short. Hey. Tina is... Our, leading, Our hero, lady. leading lady. And we can't forget Dexter, Siamese cat. Mm -hmm. Who's just been like trailing along. I do believe he helps. Chilling. Of course he's going to help. Healing. He's yeah. an animal sidekick. They have to help. Yeah. It's part of their duty. I feel like the cat figures out not everything, but like what's going on. I mean, we'll have like a warning meow from yeah, the yeah, cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to. When we meet Lucinda. Correct. Which will be like something that Tina will listen to but ignore right because it's a big opportunity mm -hmm. because tina has to go get paid for the work she just did so she has to go meet the big boss lady lucinda i see so after this situation with the horse does she is she then guided and directed towards the boss to meet her to get mm -hmm. her payment yes is that the next part payment. of the story okay. yes and after she collects her payment and she goes on her way, we see a scene of Lucinda and the goons and the goons like explaining that she is the one that they have been looking for. So the and goons, Lucinda believes them off the bat? Yeah, because she's paid them to do this. Like she's not just going to ignore her goons. She, pay, she picked them out. This is true. She did. Yeah. So she's going to send probably Jolene to follow her back home because we are like after her right mm -hmm. keep an eye on her so there's no prophecy spilling the details of when she gets her payment they allow her to go home of course and they're Jolene... not just going to be like hey you're part of a prophecy we need your help with something it's fair that bad guys wouldn't do that I know, good I guys would do that i'm just trying to trace the steps of where we're headed mm -hmm. so jolene goes and follows her home mm -hmm. where does tina live 
I think Tina has a fabulous cottage. In the woods. In the woods. Yeah, Because she's a witch. And she has her own beautiful garden because she makes her own tinctures. So she collects her own herbs and she does her own things like that. So she has to be in like a beautiful open area in the woods with her garden out so that she can make all of her tinctures. But it's like still within proximity for her to get to where she needs to go. Like... Because she would be like a midwife to somebody or she would go if like modern medicine hasn't worked and like all of this stuff. She's like the local healer. Great. Love that. So she goes home and starts like making some tinctures that she knows she's going to need in the upcoming times. Just Jay Chillin with Dexter. Jay Chillin. Um, and we have Jolene like watching and we have... Uh, Lucinda and the goons plotting to grab her. So now we have to make the decision if we want her to be like they need her for the prophecy to come true or they need to get rid of her so that the prophecy doesn't come true. I think they get rid of her so the prophecy doesn't come true. Okay. So we're going to have to get back to the castle because we're supposed to be in the castle for most of this. She we can't are. just be like running in through her, the woods yeah, in, in her, her cottage. cottage. So I think like we, she keeps hiring her, right? Well, yeah, she's going to hire her to come back at some point, but I don't think it's going to be like right away. I think they like they have to do surveillance and learn her schedule and like how she works and where she goes through Jolene, through Jolene, which is why Jolene is uh, watching. And I think she figures out that she's being watched because of Dexter. Not in like, I know exactly who's watching me. Right. But in a way that is like, Dexter keeps doing weird shit and... Not acting normal. Not acting normal. And he is my familiar and he's supposed to protect me. So something is coming slash happening. Right? Mm -hmm. <sighs> so what is she going to get called back for? I think there's a sign that the prophecy is going to come true which they're trying to prevent is what we decided right yes and so there's a sign that the prophecy is going to come true and it ends up like injuring someone physically so like the first part of the prophecy is somebody getting injured yes okay so she is then called into the castle yeah. to try to heal like their leg well a prophecy i feel like you does have steps typically mm -hmm. so like warning signs if right. something coming. which is why i went with the like physical injury yes but it's it's if it was like a prophecy that was written long ago then it has to be something that's like kind of basic mm. so it has to be like a priest will have a very specific injury or like it would have to be like a prominent easy person to determine that's like a priest a governor or uh, like somebody prominent in the community that's easy to be like, hey, that might be the beginning of all of this. You know what I mean? Yes. The first of the warning sign. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with a priest. Okay. So we have a priest and they need to have a very specific injury, not something that could happen like normally. So maybe a cross falls on the priest, which oh. would be a big indicator of something, right? Let's have that happen. So let's During say During the middle like, of a mass? Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Like the... That Lucinda attends. So we're going to play religion into this then 
if she's going to be like attending or if she overhears it. So like the prophecy could be coming from the church itself or is it coming from like another mystical, like ancient royal something or other? I think the church itself. Okay. So then Lucinda has to be like incredibly religious, like fully believe in the church. So she is not just like working as a wealthy individual, but also as somebody for the church. So while attending Sunday Mass, the priest is delivering his sermon and the cross above him above him falls and strikes him on the head a specific way, I think, knocking his cap piece like flying off into the congregation, which would be like, you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. A moment. I just visualized that and I, I internally went... Yeah, and we see Lucinda get very, like, it's starting. And, like, while everybody else rushes to help, help the, priest. the priest, she exits <laughs> right. the church and goes to her goons that are waiting outside with the car because the cars were invented in the 20s. Hey, the like, automobile, baby. A lot of them, and it probably came from America. Ooh. <laughs> and... I think, goes to the goons and says, it's time to get her. We have to get her back. Tell her a priest has been struck. We need her help. Bring her here or bring her to the castle. We're going to bring the priest to the castle. Hmm. So this castle has to have hidden corridors and like hidden walls because is it a castle if it doesn't? No. No. (laughs) It has to have it. Number one best stop quality right here. And... So they bring the priest, and then the goons bring Tina. Uh, does Jolene go back and get her? I think the goons like meet up with Jolene at her watch post of Tina, and then they go and collect her, saying, "There's been a horrible accident. We, we need, need you right your help." Yeah, and so she grabs her bag of tinctures. Grabs Dexter. Gra- I mean, Dexter just comes. He That's just true. like goes wherever she does, you know, and they get to the castle and they bring her directly to the room where the priest is and she starts like immediately working to help him and I think Lucinda is kind of watching from the shadows of the room because that would be creepy and on par for evil person um (laughs) this is fun uh and I think Tina has to stay the night because she has to observe the priest observing him like involves like going back and forth from his room making sure that he's okay nothing gets like extra swollen so they allow her to a visitor's room yeah they bring her to a guest room and a specific guest room oh of course it's specific that has all of the the walls that open and all of that stuff so we go into the corridors they can like grab her right (sighs) so i think she does like one last checkup Ooh, we should do like a creepy dinner scene with her and Lucinda. That would oh, be fun. Oh, yes, dinner, yes. Yeah. They have to invite her to dinner and, and give her some food because she has to spend the night. Of course. And it's a big, long table. Yeah, that whole creepy, the fire is going, the lights are dim. There's like a Lucinda's giant turkey chilling. <laughs> There's just a giant turkey. On the table chilling. And nobody can reach it. Nope. <laughs> Because they are served. Hey. And they're both like just like smoking and eating slowly. Yeah, smoking and eating. 
And it, and it's that mirror scene that we talked mm-hmm. about because they're being it's like, it's like they're looking at one another yeah. and seeing familiarity. Mm-hmm. Because there it has to be something like the prophecy has to be something that has to do with the two of them because like it's like going to be I don't know like the different sides of the same coin type of situation. Mm-hmm. So this dinner scene happens. Tina goes back to her or does one last checkup. Goes back to her room. Goes back to her room. So he would would we say did he survive this the priest yet? Or we don't know. He's he's unconscious, but stable. he's not out of the woods yet. He's not stable. Yeah. So that's why she has to like she has to. Watch she has him. to stay for the night. Okay. So she starts to wind down for bed. Does something happen? I think she does go to sleep. Ah, oh, she sleeps. Okay. So and I think she's woken up by Dexter, Ew. freaking out about something. But she can't figure out what he's freaking out about. Hmm. And I think she has to have some kind of special ability for her to be part of this prophecy, right? There has to be something very special about her specifically, whether that is her power, a specific ability that she has, whether that's power, an untapped ability that she has, or some kind of specific bloodline seem to be things that are like maybe the untapped um ability of premonitions we already have a prophecy so i feel like premonitions is not it Mm, fair she can have that ability i'm fine with that but i feel like it wouldn't be a reason to like kill her right then maybe the bloodline i mean it can be an ability i just think it needs to be a different ability Mm. Well, I mean, we know she has the ability to heal. That was taught Mm -hmm. and learned. It has to be like a natural ability, like some kind of specific witch ability. Okay. Then do you want to do bloodline specific? Yeah, I can't think of anything specific. Can you? Not really. I'm cool with bloodline specific. I think that would be fun. So she has to be the last of her bloodline then. So maybe it also has to do with like the end of her bloodline and her needing to be the end of her bloodline as opposed to anything else happening. So like maybe if she continues the family bloodline, more parts of this prophecy are fulfilled. Are fulfilled. And so part of them having her is to end the bloodline before it continues. Or I don't know. I feel like maybe because like I don't want there to be like specific romance in this one. Neither do I. Okay, so scratch that. Oh, this is tricky. So her being the end of her bloodline has something to do with like a culmination of all of the bloodline's power going into her. Mm-hmm. And her like bloodline is the only bloodline that can release something that was trapped by her ancestors in the castle. In the dungeon. I like that. Her bloodline Many is the ago. only bloodline that can release what was something that was trapped by her ancestors mm-hmm. in the castle, mm-hmm. specifically. Yes. Are we are we following all that, audience? <laughs> <laughs> Just a recap. So the key to unlocking whatever is locked in the dungeon is her bloodline, specifically. So they are after her. But her power of premonition wakes her up as a warning in addition to Dexter going a little crazy and like jumping on her and waking her up as well. Mm -hmm. And I think with her waking up, we either see a shadow or we hear movement. 
We're hearing movement. We hear movement. Okay. So we're hearing movement. There's got to be like beautiful old paintings on the wall. Oh, of maybe course. Maybe some tapestries and like. High scenes. And we have a fireplace and we have like beautiful, we have electricity. So we have some like dim lighting going on and perhaps um, a beautiful old rug. So do are we hearing something from the wall or are we hearing something from the floor? Hmm. Floor. Floor. Okay. So I think she hears it once part of the waking up and Dexter. And so she kind of like waits and she hears it again. Cut to ominous music and her getting out of bed slowly. (laughs) Then we see perhaps that the rug is slightly disturbed. Mm. It's not laying perfect anymore. Which could be the cat. It could be the cat. Let's be real. (laughs) Dexter's a little rascal. I think that she goes to fix the rug because maybe she trips over it or something Ah. to discover. And as she does, she discovers a trap door. Of course. I was thinking trap door before you said it. And I think, is she going to go in? Oh, of course. Okay. (laughs) Or is she going to like continue to explore the room? I think she has the impulse to go in. All right, we're opening the trap door. What does she see when she opens the trap door? Is there light? Is it completely dark? Does she see steps? Is it just a drop? What is it? Steps. Steps. So she sees steps and she's like, in a castle, why not? Let's go. Or she feels something that pulls her. Something's pulling her spiritually. Which is probably the bloodline dragging her down to where she needs to unlock something. That's what I'm feeling. Taking the words out of my mouth. (laughs) So, wait, does she need to unlock something to set something, like, good free? Or does she need to unlock something to, like, is she unlocking something to keep something bad in? Or, like, using her bloodline to keep something bad in or to let something good out? Because if they, like, want to kill her, I feel like she has to be trying to let something good out. That's how I feel as well. Because she's a hero. Uh Uh-huh. And we like otherwise it makes our villain the hero. Yeah, we have to do the good out. Yeah, it's, so I think that's the only way. So there's something like warm that she feels that she feels she follows because there's something that is good that is pulling her. So does that mean like her ancestors were bad for trapping it, or were they like coerced into trapping it? Coerced. This is such a dramatic one. It's fun. <laughs> okay, so Tina goes down because she feels the pull of something connected to her down. And so she's like, let's do it. Let's go down. So I think she grabs a lamp, lantern. I think it would be a lamp. A lamp. And heads down with Dexter. And because Dexter is a familiar, I feel like we see Dexter's shadow grow because that's just cool because he's like more than just a cat as they're walking. So we, I am, because I'm he's like that. protecting. I love it. Dexter's really a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I think she obviously heard something that woke her up. So she isn't the only one down there. So I think we need to hear the echo of some voices as she's going around. And it has to be almost like a labyrinth, right? Because it's tunnels underneath and within the walls. Yes. So I think we are like going downstairs and like across hallways and like just continue. I don't think it's like there's a bunch of different ways to go. Like she needs to pick to go left or right. I think it's like there is like a clear path, but the path is crazy and she's like 
going around like winding things like she doesn't know which direction she's in anymore i like that idea but there's a clear road yeah and i think we hear lucinda Mm -hmm. and the goons talking oh yeah and i think we hear them in a room that is not like in this hidden area i think she's like she's a a spy hole or something yeah of like watching that probably somebody recently went through so i think she turns her lamp off and she listens and she hears like a report being said of like where she is and like what she's doing so she was like she's she's fallen asleep in her room like i almost got caught by the cat or something like that crazy cat is like he almost got me or something he like scratched my face or something like that oh we're talking about lucinda no, like a goon is saying this. Oh, a goon is saying this. Okay. To, okay. Reporting to Lucinda. Reporting to Lucinda mm-hmm. what happened as they went into her room. Well, just as they like, tried checked to. on her. Yeah. Because they're trying to get rid of her. Right. And this is the perfect way because she is in well, the space. Yeah. So like they were like, she's asleep. She's vulnerable. She's vulnerable. And then, so like, how are they going to try and get rid of her? Because I think they have to talk about it and she needs to hear it. Poison. I was going to say poison. poison. Yeah. But they don't want the priest to die, so they're, like, planning on keeping her alive until the priest is, like, stable. Right. Potentially. Which could be a few days. Like, a day or two. Like, But they're just, like, perhaps they're choosing, like, a slow poison that they're going to start feeding her. Mm. So that, right, like... Right, because she's eating under mm-hmm. their household. Exactly. <laughs> Manipulate the food. We love a good poison. Thanks, Arsenic, maybe. Oh. Why not? I don't know. She could taste that, though. Some kind of poison that she wouldn't be able to detect in her food. So I think she hears this. And then I think we have to have some kind of, like, ghost thing go by her and, like, whisper in her ear. An ancestor. An ancestor. Being like, you have to fix it as it, like, goes straight through her body. Cool. (laughs) That absolutely happens after she hears Mm -hmm. a bit about poison Mm -hmm. from the room. So I think she also hears them saying that they're going, like, somebody go be outside of her room and make sure that, like, everything is fine for the night. They're, like, guarding her. Mm. And so she hears that, and so she goes and returns to her room. And I think the next morning, she goes and checks on the priest, and she chooses to say that he is, like, not stable still instead of being stable. Because she's discovered that the only reason she's alive is because of this priest. Then I think, so we go, she goes and checks and she chooses to say that he is not fully stable so they don't just kill her right off. And she goes and she like walks the grounds and she like, she pretends to eat and doesn't really eat and just watches the priest and stays like small and unsuspecting. And I think her plan is to, this upcoming night, go back into the tunnels or to, like, escape the room and come out, like, another room door so that that they think she's still guarded and follow the call of the thing in the basement. Great. (laughs) Cool. So we get through, like, a normal day of her, like, being on her toes but trying to to act normal, tending to the priest, trying to seem unsuspecting, and another crazy weird dinner. (laughs) 
I think these dinner scenes are my favorite. <laughs> I know. They're kind of fun. Like, I'm into them. Uh, and I think there's, like, red velvet dresses and, like, all of this crazy stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, they provide her clothing, too, because she's, like, not in her home. So mm-hmm. I think it there's another mirror moment of, mm-hmm. like, here's a, here's a dress you can mm-hmm. wear to dinner mm-hmm. with me, Tina. <laughs> Tina. Okay. So we get to the ni- next night. And I think we're going to go right into, like, check that they're watching her, pretend to go to sleep, and then go right back into the tunnel and into another room to exit. Or does she stay in the tunnel and follows, follow it all the way down to the, the basement, the dungeon? Okay, so she, she stays <laughs> in the head. tunnel and she's like, all right. I'm a witch. I trust my instincts. We're going to follow it. Feels like it's where I'm supposed to go. We're going to go. So we get down to the dungeon. And there's like the light that she feels is still there. But there's also a lot of like dark around it. So because like people have suffered down here. Hmm. So she's walking through and she hears some chanting Hmm. and we're going to have like I think a society like a secret society meeting of like chanting and doing like dark magic oh happening something that they need her like bloodline sacrifice for these are real life people specific thing yeah like this is like a dark society being like creepy with their like we got to have like the whole robe and hood and like mask and they're all like creepily chanting (laughs) you know it's giving 20s it's giving 20s (laughs) it's giving it and i think we see Lucinda kind of break away and talk to one of the goons and be like, okay, it's time to grab her. She should be sedated for this because they need, like, they need her blood to keep whatever is trapped trapped and they need her to die after that. So they're, like, poisoning her, but they need her, like, alive when they take the blood. Right. So... The goons go upstairs, and so she, now she knows she's on limited time because as soon as they figure out she's not there, they're going to search for her. And it has to be like a religious creepy cult thing that's happening, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they like finish this whatever spell they were working around wherever they need her like sacrifice to be. And perhaps we see, like, this ghost thing come through her again, right? Or come at her. And this time it comes with, like, a premonition of what happened before. And I think they used one of her ancestors the same way they're about to use her to lock this thing away. Hmm. What, what is this, like, thing that they're locking away? Could it be the good, ma- the good magic or, like, the, the healing magic ability? So just, like, society will keep dying? I mean, it can be something like, I don't know, like a, like eternal life. It can be like eternal wealth. It could be... Oh, maybe wealth because that would be on brand with... Being in a castle. Being in a castle and Lucinda's power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like uh, Lucinda's, Lucinda's wealth and power is... And power within like the church and also within society and like government, everything like... The whole town knows her as, like, a wealthy to-do 
keeps this community going type of person. So like she's she's almost like a local hero, but not. Mm-hmm. Underneath it all. Mm-hmm. If you unveil. Mm-hmm. But like the way that she has held her power and her family has held power over this town or city has been through the sacrifice of like her bloodline in taking like everything a like good fortune of other people and giving it to her mm-hmm. so like other people a lot of other people suffer with this ritual because all of their good luck and good wealth and good everything gets pulled into her specifically like the fates right hmm. So I think, like, the ghost has to go through her and she has to have, like, a flashback into, like, the premonition of what happened before. And we're seeing, like, Lucinda's ancestor doing the same thing to Tina's ancestor. And so history is repeating itself unless she does something to stop it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Ties together the mirror aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is it that happens next? I mean, we... For time purposes, we've got to get to the, like, the ultimate point of them trying to get rid of her. That needs to happen now. And her hero-ness coming out. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how do we get there. I think, like, the idea of a true hero is, like, sacrificing for the greater good of everyone. Oh, right, that's true. Like, that's, like, the ultimate hero is, like, sacrifice. Right. I mean, textbook definition, mm-hmm. for sure. I don't want her to die, though. Well, That's what I was thinking. Well, I don't think I don't think she has to die, but she has to be willing to die to save everybody else's good fortune that is about to be taken. Right. So. Do they catch her down there? Can this all happen in the dungeon? Yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of at the climax. I think we're That's just, what I'm saying. Yeah, we're figuring like, out what exactly the climax is. I think Jolene Mm -hmm. finds her down there. Okay. Calls everybody to come down. And then there's this whole alter, like, this is the beginning of the altercation. Mm -hmm. So does she get, like, caught and trapped? And that's, like, a false defeat? Yeah. So she gets caught after an altercation and put, this is, like, kind of giving, like, an Indiana Jones movie, which, like, tracks um i've i've never seen indiana jones that's okay i've only heard about it that's okay so i'm that's this great. is all tracking with an indiana jones i love it um but <laughs> we have like a lady instead of man so it's, we're doing good great um so i think she gets trapped and like tied up and like ready for the sacrifice and they're like why isn't she asleep she should be unconscious like blah 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 they're, ah, the they're poison like fighting didn't work. they're meh, fighting meh. amongst themselves being crazy and i think we have she's trapped they're fighting with they're the fighting moon, with themselves about things not working yeah and i think she has to like kind of like, where's dexter oh yeah dexter's gonna save the day dexter's gotta save the false defeat yeah and we know that dexter is a familiar and so he has some power in himself and potentially he doesn't have to like stay in the form he chose which is right because he's in this area of the castle Mm -hmm. his powers are can be unveiled even more yes as well because like whatever the good fortune that is trapped within okay is is the good fortune trapped within lucinda or is it trapped within the castle so like the owner of the castle has it 
Because if it's trapped within Lucinda, she has to die. If it's trapped within the castle, just like a piece of the castle has to be like set free. What are you leaning more towards? I'm curious <laughs> if it's going to be on brand with what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm, I love castles, so I don't want a castle to be destroyed personally. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I feel like Lucinda dying is also like a better conclusion. I think Lucinda needs to die. Yeah. Cool. We were mm-hmm. on the same wavelength. So I think they hear something and it's it's Dexter. And then we see Dexter like he's like in too many places at once, maybe. Like they're hearing noises all over the place that shouldn't be there, which is part of Dexter's power. Mm. Of like keeping her safe. Right. He's yeah, like can be causing in a commotion. Yeah. Cool. And then we see like Dexter's that extra sharp claw go right across her like bound hands behind her back or something. Come on. We love Dexter. Thank God for the animal sidekick in this story. You know, he was needed, you know? Yeah. Then I think. She is set free. She's set free and then she has to do some kind of like big sacrifice. Or sacrifice, yeah. To end what is happening. So like they need her blood because of her bloodline but she's also like based on the premonition that she's had she understands what's happening and she understands what could happen because maybe like last time all of this happened was like a huge plague came through and took a bunch of people's goodwill and good luck and like gave it to this family hmm. so she doesn't want another horrible catastrophe to happen to the people and so she would she sacrifice herself by, like, running at her without, like, a weapon? Or would she sacrifice herself by, like, killing herself so that they can't have her? Or is it, like, a big spell that, like, comes to her from all of her ancestors that have had... That feels, like, more, yeah. like, on brand. Just because so I like, don't... The other two don't feel like they're Tina. The spirits of her ancestors, like, start surrounding her and, like, telling her what she needs to do in order to like end it all Mm -hmm. and I think they're like spinning around her and like causing kind of like a ruckus that's like very big and scary to everybody else that's around right and we see we hear the voices of like every all of her ancestors through her voice as she like like flies up almost into the air and it's like it is a sacrifice because using a spell this strong will destroy her Mm -hmm. And so she's, like, lifted up into the – it's, like, the whole moment of lifting up into the air and, like, a hundred voices coming out of her mouth and her eyes are lighting up and, like, the whole shebang. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> and she's saying the spell. And as this is happening, we're seeing, like, Lucinda crumble slowly. Uh, as she's lifting, Lucinda is descending. Yeah. That's cool, that image. Yeah. And yeah. she's crumbling down and she's, like – in pain and like perhaps we see her like turn to stone and then fully crumble away cool yes we do and everybody's trying to help well like it would be the whole society because the whole society is benefiting from this so we're seeing lucinda fall but also everybody else around her is also falling Mm. and then like she's gonna slowly be brought back down and she's like unconscious right Mm mm-hmm like I wish I could see Grace's hands right now down. because she's giving the physicality of this big moment. And then I think Dexter's love for her 
is a choice that he makes to sacrifice himself so that she can live. Oh God, I had a feeling it would be this. I know, which is like so sad. I, ha- I knew it had so to be this good. freaking cat. <laughs> good. <laughs> and I was totally feeling that. I was like, mm-hmm. Dexter's going to go. He's going to save her so that she can continue like the good her work. that she does. Yeah. Because she is like a good force. And with this bad force gone from this specific society, this specific town, the city, whatever we decide we're in, will grow this society into something that is stronger and better so like his sacrifice for her leads like everybody to so we don't just have one hero we have two i like that yeah and then we'll like cut to her like waking up and like crying over dexter because it's really upsetting and then we'll cut to like a couple days later with her with like a couple bandages on because there was the scuffle and her like burying dexter in like oh. a like in part of her garden or like in a special place oh, in her he garden. To be a tree. But I think like a witch can't be without a familiar. So I think like while she's burying, like another kitten comes through. Of course. And like kind of sits like on the little gravestone oh. that she built for him. <laughs> this picturesque moment. <laughs> and we just see her like pick him up and take her into the cottage, and that's the end. Love. Oh, what a story. I feel like you took over that entirely and I was fully here for it and fine. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. That's that's sometimes how it goes mm-hmm. when you have a thought and, and you, you run with it. Mm-hmm. But I loved to be a listener and, that <laughs> and chime in when I could. That was a that was a pretty cool five topics for the day. Mm-hmm. That was nice. How do you feel? I feel good. I liked that story. It was fun because like right now it's October for us as we're recording this specific episode and it's it feels like a good Halloween movie. You know what I mean? Not too scary (laughs) and not too like Hallmark. You know what I mean? Oh, like it's a good right in the middle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so you can find us on Facebook and Instagram dressing room talk. You can find our website um, at puddle drop media slash dressing room talk and you can find us individually on instagram at michaela tremuda at grayson wiley chat with us talk to us give us more ideas we we come up with them on our own and it's yes and we have an ever-growing list of um each category so if there is something in specific that you want character wise goal wise period wise any of them just like drop them in the comments we'll add them into our mix of random things and give us challenges to do it in a certain amount of time no please don't i don't think i can do it shorter than this <laughs> we need it we need it we no need we it. don't i think I'm maybe fine. after we get the hang of it we can do like a 30 minute one anywho enjoy the rest of your day you guys until next time bye da, 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 da. Ooh.